Welcome to this episode of the Connection Podcast. Today we have our first sisters episode, at least I think it's our first one, with Natalie Moon and Mandy Wadley. We talked about their life growing up, their special bond as sisters, how to be a good friend, which is a great topic. We also get into the reason that they decided to become teachers, their experience teaching, their, their love of the profession. Our guest hosts who joined today also are teachers, so they chimed in on this topic. It was really good group discussion. I, I think you're going to enjoy it. There's tears, definitely tears. There's laughter as well. Sometimes laughter that leads to tears. And the second part is great too. So tune in for that once you're done with this one. Welcome to the Connection Podcast. We're happy to have everybody back. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jason Kieser, the show's producer, and we have a few guest hosts with us today, some of whom are new to the podcast, so we welcome them. Lindsay Marchant. Hello. Good to be here. Yeah. And we have Tina Marchant back. She is not new to the show. Not new. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, though. <laughs> and we have a returning guest host as well, Owen Keister. Hello. And then we have our two guests today. We have Natalie Moon. Hi there. And Mandy Wadley. Hello. <laughs> and welcome, guys. I wanted to start us off with what I hope is a fun question. We, through some investigation, maybe, you know, through our kids or, you know, we put them on a mission here, but we found out that you guys like certain kinds of candy bars. Mm-hmm. So we... we did a little bit of research beforehand. We don't have a full-time fat checker yet, but we're working on that. Um, <laughs> but I want to start off with what's your favorite candy bar? And we'll just go around the room here. Actually, Owen, are you ready with an answer or are you still thinking? Because we can. Okay, we'll start with Owen and go around. Okay, let's go. Actually, I like a lot of candy bars because I'm a kid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What would be your favorite, though? It's Halloween and, like, you, you have to sort through and you only get to pick one. And it can't be Reese's because I already took all those. It's all okay. usually, isn't it? Um, it's probably <laughs> just, like, the original Hershey's chocolate bar. Okay. Oh, okay. Just, okay. like, a classic chocolate kind of guy. Okay. Okay. Let, let's yep. go to Mandy. What What is your chocolate or, or candy bar choice? Yeah, mine is Snickers for sure. All day. Mm-hmm. All day. Frozen is way better than regular, though. And I agree with right? you on that. Have yes. you tried the Snickers <laughs> ice cream bars? We had the ice cream bars. <laughs> I used to get those mm-hmm. in college all the time. Yeah. Love My grandma always had them in her mm, freezer. That's true. Mm-hmm. She did. Mm. We can't keep those in the freezer. We just casually eat them. Because they don't yeah, stay much. in the freezer. <laughs> oh, man. What's like, your breakfast? And they were like, why have I gained all this weight? This is so weird. Like, <laughs> so random. Um, Mine is Butterfinger. Although Snickers, if I'm off getting like a blizzard... At Dairy Queen, it's a Snickers Blizzard. Really? Because yes. I think Butterfinger Blizzard is pretty solid. It is really. It good. is solid, but for some reason, Snickers is better. So outside of a <laughs> outside of a Blizzard, Butterfinger is yep. the best. Right on. What about you, <laughs> Tina? Oh, mine changes all the time. I love candy. It's it's a weakness. Um, I think lately I really like the Take Five Bar. Oh, Ooh, take five. Yep. I don't. Think Those go so either. fast. So I have a Bishop candy tray. That Alan gave me actually, and like the take fives go really quick. And you never oh. let me take five of them. It's got like nugget <laughs> and pretzels in it. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, that's so good. The pretzels. What about you, Lindsay? <laughs> I feel like I'm similar to Owen, but I just like everything because I'm a kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like I, I've gone between Butterfinger, Reese's, and Score, which is kind of random. Oh, so but I love Score, yeah. Mm. 
No, I, mine actually, I love random stuff. I think my kids know this is that whenever we're traveling or stopping at a gas station, I can't get like the basic candy. It has to be stuff that you never see anywhere else. I think so, I know that. We went to yeah. a movie with you guys before and Camille uh, had yeah, whatchamacallits and I was like, oh, God, I yeah. haven't had that forever. So <laughs> mine is, it's actually even more obscure than whatchamacallit. It is the sister bar to whatchamacallit called the Who's a What's It. Oh, and it's it's got like chocolate wafers and instead of the caramel that's in the uh whatchamacallit it's got a peanut butter sauce oh and it's okay. just really good and i recommend you try it at least and you know let me know okay. what you think yep. well, i thought you were gonna say that idaho spud yeah that's oh, what i, I was thinking that too <laughs> i think like yeah i i definitely have obscure taste but it's Scare, never but gone there. who does eat that <laughs> I want to meet that person. If if somebody who listens likes the Idaho Spud and wants to tell me why, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, please submit your uh, comments um, or just, you know, text me or whatever. So let's get started here. Obviously, a lot of people know you. I We talked a little bit about the, the listenership has expanded quite a bit in our show to where it's it's the stake and beyond the stake that listens now. So I do want you guys to, people who don't know you very well, introduce yourselves and maybe we'll start with Mandy and then go to Natalie. As if you were entering a new ward and your husband was so kind to have you be the one that introduced the family and go. Sure. Okay. So my name is Mandy Wadley. I have four kids and married to Mike for 22 years. We have lived lots of places. We both graduated from BYU. And then um, Mike was in the Air Force for a while. So we were in Colorado Springs and Texas. Our daughter was born in Texas. And then we moved to Virginia, where he worked for the Justice Department for a while. A few different agencies. But anyway, we were out in D.C., lived there for four or five years. And our two more kids born out there. And then Finally made our way back to Oregon. We wanted to come closer to where family was. Most of our family is in Idaho. And so we were able to, Mike got a job back here in Oregon. So we've lived here for about 13 years now. And we love it. And my kids are, let's see, my oldest is a sophomore at BYU. And then I have a sophomore in high school and an eighth grader and a sixth grader. And I'm, I'm sharing the show today with my sister, Natalie, and she's another big part of my life. I have an amazing family, my parents, and lots of sisters and a brother that I love very much. And so now you get to meet my baby sister. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> um, so, yep, I'm Mandy's sister. I'm Natalie Moon. My husband and I have been married for, well, we're going on our 16th year, which is crazy to me. But um, our oldest is 13 sydney she's in eighth grade and then bailey is 12 and then kyla is in fourth grade and she's nine and gavin is in first grade and he's seven and jordan and i met at byu idaho which is where i met jason keister we were all there together we got married when i was a junior there at byu idaho and after that we moved to boise for a few years and then got into PA school, which took us to California. And we were there for three years and came here to Oregon. We didn't intend to stay here when we came here. We came here for a 
um, medical rotation for PA school. And our plan was to go back to Idaho, but everything kept pointing us here. It was almost weird <laughs> um, how it, we just kept just and it, it it was always meant to be here. And it just took us a while to figure that out. So that's how we landed here. And it happened to be in the same town as Mandy. And um, that is something that Mandy and I talk about often, how it was meant to be. And we just always at least wanted one sister around. Yep. <laughs> it, it's pretty miraculous. We we know that that was that was a gift for both of us. So. Mm, that's really neat. And honestly, I just this is a, I won't be self indulgent the whole episode, but super cool is that you and I knew each other back in college, mm -hmm. and it just how freaking cool is life? I know. And like <laughs> you just say it to somebody random that we kind of knew each other, and it's like, hey, why don't we? meet back in 15 years and I'll be obsessed with your husband you know like our, our kids will go to school together I know like it's, what is that? it's so weird it, it it really just I don't know it's again it's one of those things where it was probably meant to be where they were probably meant to be friends and you and Jordan were probably meant to work together and but God gave us like a little snippet right there, like <laughs> however many years ago that yeah. was, like a brief yeah. crossing of paths so that when we would see each other again, it would be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's cool. But, yeah. And, I, you know, I understand, too, when you guys first moved in, Natalie, that you were actually staying in their house. Yeah. And <laughs> in, in, in their basement, apparently. Yep. Is, mm -hmm. so it was a what, good time. <laughs> this is something I've never asked Jordan about completely. Like, what was that like? And was there any, like, you know, weirdness about like, living together <laughs> that long? Or? I can tell you honestly that, and I, I think anybody living with someone else, you'd be like, oh, no, what issues are going to arise? You're in someone else's space. Um, oh, yeah. It can fight, get difficult. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> but... Honestly, and I'm not just saying that because she's sitting right here. It mm -hmm. it really honestly was, it, I think it was about six it months six or so. Months. And and I know it helped that we had a basement at the time. So mm -hmm. we they sort of had some space to themselves down there. But it really was just we had a lot of fun. And there weren't there were not issues. We we got along wonderfully. The kids had the best time. And she had Gavin when they were living with us. So I got to have Baby. Gavin. I got to have. Wait, Gavin was born? <laughs> we were homeless when Gavin was born. <laughs> well, we were home. We had we had sure. Mandy's home. Uh -huh. But yeah, when Gavin was born, we lived at Mandy's house. Mm -hmm. okay. So it Can was I amazing. call him a homeless child? Will he be offended <laughs> yeah. by that? Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> well. No, <laughs> we weren't actually homeless. <laughs> but no, it really was that living with the Wadleys was seamless. It mm -hmm. felt like it was yeah. just very easy and very normal other than, you know, Mike oh, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's willingness to uh, just mm -hmm. he's very okay <laughs> with just being in his own skin <laughs> <laughs> and only his skin yeah. uh, towel from the bedroom to the yeah. kitchen yes. yeah. no. Oops. <laughs> yep, so maybe I got to see a little more of Mike than I wanted to <laughs> Uh, always uh, a good time yep that's good. actually that's a nice segue into it because i if we could talk about all your kids that'd be amazing obviously like we don't have 
all the time to do that. Sure. But I, I do, one thing I do like to do repeatedly on the show is this is a space where we can say things that we should, but maybe we don't all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I like you guys and Lindsay, it's the first time here too. So maybe we should have Lindsay, but tell us just what you like about your husbands and go. And we'll go with Mandy first. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I don't, I, there's so many things that jump to my mind um, that I love and appreciate about Mike. He's my best friend. And the first person that I, uh-oh. <laughs> um, okay. Natalie and I are criers, so we're going to have to um, deal with that. But Nobody ever cries on this show. Right? <laughs> um, the first person that I want to talk to when things are hard or exciting or um, anything in between. He makes me laugh like nobody else I've ever known and probably makes most of you laugh. Um, he's incredibly smart and willing to dive into things that are hard. He just took on a whole other career, like new career. Like, sure, let's just start from scratch and do something new. And he's working really hard at that. And I'm so proud of him. I appreciate how I love watching him be a dad. He is a best friend to his kids, too. And I love that about him. I don't know if you want me to keep going. I don't want to take all the time. This is one of my favorite things about Jordan is... um, I don't know how to put okay. So a perfect example is I messed up somehow and I'll be like, oh, I'm so annoyed. I I did this and this. And he'll look me in the eyes and he'll say, It's okay. And it's something that I have beaten myself up for over and over again. But he'll just say, No, it's okay. And then and it's like, oh, it is okay. And he has a very um a gentle way with me of just decompressing my how hard I am on myself and it's it's he just does that for me and I'm always grateful and he is my comic relief <laughs> I take life very seriously too seriously and he is the one that again makes me feel like it's okay because he'll either make me laugh about it or help me see something from a different perspective but i appreciate that about him oh. yeah and Lindsay, let's talk about david hey. who who needs to come on the show by the way and <laughs> well he he's willing to come on we need to like bug mike more but yeah, yeah when, oh yeah they'd, sure. have, they'd have fun definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i just i feel so blessed to have david in my life um i i know people that um, know him semi well, know him as um, a problem solver. Like if if people have a question about something, how to fix something, how to how to do something, they come to him because he usually has done it or he's very good at looking up and finding how to do things. But the sides that I see that not a lot of people see are his compassionate side. He has a huge, huge heart and he can come off um, sometimes as a little stoic, but he has the most compassion and he's the most understandable um, with me and also with others. You know, sometimes I'll have my wife moments where I'm frustrated at something someone did or and he always is the one to turn it around and say, well, you know, maybe something's going on or, you know, just don't be so hard on them. Um, and I, I appreciate that about him. I also appreciate how he balances my immaturity very well <laughs> i feel like i have i'm stuck in like 15 <laughs> and so he's really good at balancing that but he's also great at especially during like times when it's just us adding to that he's yeah. very goofy and very silly and we just have a really great time together mm-hmm. cool. 
It sounds like y'all complement each other, which is really neat. Well, Lindsay and I have always yeah. talked about how our husbands are good at teaching, like, the opposite spouse. So, like, <laughs> Alan's super good at teaching Lindsay things, and David's really good and patient <laughs> with me. So, like, sometimes we swap on tasks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, because, yeah, like I said, everyone will come to David to ask for stuff. Yeah. I usually don't. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just need to swap. Yeah, so, yeah. So but, great. Well, good. So, you know, we're we're with friends here just chatting to the, together today. And um, I know that as we were talking before the show, uh, Lindsay and, and Tina, we, we know Natalie and Mandy pretty well, but we were talking about their family. Did you have any other questions just about their family or, or life growing up or anything? Do you want to do yours first? Um, yeah, you can go. All right. yeah. I was just kind of curious because I know working with girls camp when we're like oh we want to have mandy be a unit leader and they're like well we need to have natalie be a unit leader with mandy <laughs> and then i was thinking well what if i mean they're two separate people so is that ever like <laughs> is it ever kind of feel weird that they we invite you together no, all the time never, no. No. we prefer it that we do actually <laughs> it's um mandy is very much like home she's this a, a safe i don't know not that i don't feel safe with other people um i guess maybe that's not the best way to describe it, but no. very much a, a home base for me. Same. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it works perfectly. So, mm-hmm. well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Whenever we ask you, we're going to be like, it's always and Mandy just, and Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just ask you. Just keep that up. I mean, it's like a couple. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Natalie. <laughs> Natalie. 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 <laughs> or, no, my dad calls us Mandy Nate. Yeah. Mandy. It's like he, we don't have our own name. She is not Mandy and I am not Natalie. <laughs> You're just. And he doesn't do it on purpose. Nope. It's like he just can't keep it straight. So it's just always Mandy Nate. Comes out, Mandy Nate, uh, Mandy and Nate. then we just pick, we know who he's talking about, and then take it from there. Goodness. <laughs> I think, and you guys have been there for each other a lot in, in the past, and I, I think that you appropriately described, Natalie, just that, you know, it, it, you and Jordan at one point were planning on going to Idaho, and then it just felt like God kept pulling you back, like, oh, no, you got to, you're here, like, you're going to mm-hmm, be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is the family, this is your family yep. right here in this area. Yeah. I was interested in a story that we were talking about before, actually, I think this was when you were in around San Francisco, I could be wrong, but when you were having a hard time and then Mandy just shows up at your door, mm-hmm. right? Can you tell us more about that story? Yeah. I had just had Kyla, my third baby, probably six, eight months before and I now know that it was postpartum uh, anxiety and depression at the time I had no idea because I had never really dealt with it um, before and so um, it was it was a a true struggle and I had no idea what was wrong with me (laughs) Um, but it was really hard and Jordan was in school full-time and was not home really so I was kind of just raising these three little girls by myself and very much thinking gosh got it like stop the tears (laughs) (laughs) anyway one day there was a knock on my door and it was Mandy and she um so I live in California Mandy lived in Oregon it's about an eight-hour drive I would say. Mm-hmm. So she had driven eight hours with her kids. It wasn't just her. She brought all of her kids with her, you know, because she's a mom too and she can't just drop mom life. So she 
came down and I opened my door and there she was standing at my doorstep with her cute little kids and she just said I I knew you could use some help and I just wanted to come and help <laughs> and um at the time I was very grateful and I still am it's something that I think about often in fact I was just telling her about this the other day because while she was there helping um not only was she trying to get me to eat because I hadn't really been eating just because I don't know that type of diagnosis I guess does that to you but um she was feeding me and my kids and basically running my life. And then she was there for a few days. And then when it was time to go home, it was near Valentine's Day. And before she left, she had put together this basket of Valentine's um, decorations and treats. And she left it on my kitchen table. And she just said, I wanted to make sure that your family had a good Valentine's Day and wanted them to have something special, your kids wanted them to have something special and and that's just how she is mandy just she always tries to alleviate the hard out of people's lives and that's definitely what she did for me and always will never forget that well it's it's um <clears throat> i've had people do that for me so often um throughout my life we really have to pull ourselves together <laughs> no one's gonna want to listen really to it um <laughs> I have had people do that for me countless times, and so um, I've been the recipient. So, and and I've, and that's something that I want to do, you know, for for my sisters, especially, and and anyone that I love and am close to. When I had my first baby, when I had Sarah, I lived in Texas and was by myself there, and had the same <clears throat> felt like I had the same kind of struggles, but. Um, and that was really hard to do alone. And I didn't want her to have to do that alone. Um, and then I had, you know, my second one, I was on bed rest for months and months. And I lived in Virginia and didn't have family there. And I had incredible friends that stepped in and just took over and, and helped me for months. It's just kind of a, I, I just, I think it I, it's kind of a selfish thing too, because it felt good to me to be able to be there for her in that moment. And she's done that for me. I can't even tell you how many times she's been that person for me, too. So it goes both ways. I was wondering from your standpoint, Mandy, because it sounds like this was a little unexpected on Natalie's side, at least. <laughs> uh, just what was going through your head and and what made you decide to go down there? I, well, I knew she was. I can remember um, that my mom talked to me. It was one morning after Mike had just left for work. And I don't think I had any of my kids in school yet. Sarah may have been in kindergarten or something, they were but just little. they were just little. And my, I talked to my mom and she told me that, that Natalie was having a hard time. And it, it was just like, well, I can go. <laughs> my, I can get there. So I called Mike and I just told him what I was thinking I'd like to do. And I think we were gone within a couple of hours and just left and were there for, I mean, probably you can be there. Why would you not? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. we take care of each other. Our parents our parents do that for us, and um, and we all do that for each other. I'm very grateful for that example that our parents set for us that way. 
It sounds like this was a spiritual experience too for for both of you. Did yeah. did you feel? I was just wondering your thought process there too, Natalie. At some point, or you did like, thank you, God, like, wow, I needed that, or like, what was what was going on in your mind and in your heart? At that? Um, it was just well, it's it's funny because when you have when you're dealing with depression, anxiety, it's really hard to feel like you can feel the spirit. Because those those feelings of the spirit are often feelings like peace and joy, mm-hmm. um, love, all of those feelings, and um, those are gone. You know that those feel very absent, and so um, it feels really dark. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> gosh, <laughs> so to have. Um, light come and love come to kind of run the show for you and and let you just kind of sit. I got to sit in the light for a while, have her Mm. around and um, let the light shine on me for a while was very helpful and felt very restful, almost kind of like feelings of peace. Like, oh, I feel at ease knowing that there's someone around and and Jordan was around too he was not sure um purposely absent it was you know school kept him away just very His plate full. was full mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah yep and i've sat in natalie's light i think we all can say mm-hmm. that we have felt mm-hmm. the light from her countless times too yeah yeah and i i think i i just appreciate you being willing to share that because it, other people have come on the show and express similar feelings when you're going through a depression or something like that of, you know, that you don't feel the spirit very well. And I I think even though, you know, maybe hope we don't stay there, we hope that we feel the light. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's important for other people to know that they're not alone and that there's somebody else that's been in your shoes and felt that mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And for those of us that are, you know, at the different times feeling good, you think about how we always hear we should have his image in our countenance, right? Or have the light of Christ with us, how important yeah. that is mm-hmm. for others. Because and knowing these two so well, like they both carry that, mm-hmm. you know, even when they're going through hard times. But um, and they shine that on everyone they know. But um, and I, I was thinking how blessed all the, the kids that they work with are, too, because mm-hmm. they're both teachers. And they even if, you know, they're not at school teaching about the gospel, <laughs> they you're shining that light on so many every day. Yeah. Thanks, Lindsay. Heck yeah, man. I, actually, should we talk about being a teacher, too? Were you guys like comparing notes when you decided on career paths? Or, like, no. Because no. you guys are both teachers. Yeah. Right. And Mandy, you just started working full time. Mm-hmm. And Natalie, you're still doing like sub teaching. Yep. Okay. Oh, and by the way, who is your favorite sub teacher? Well, oh, Mandy, <laughs> Mandy yep, speak up. Well, Mandy actually teaches like third grade, and then Natalie is just like a sub teacher for like is it all grades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, we're getting the kids' info here. So this is insider. You know, this is an insider <laughs> here. So have you had a chance to have both of them as a teacher? Uh, I don't think so. No. No, I you've had I, Mandy or? I think you've had Natalie. Or Natalie. Yeah, I've, right? I've, I've been Nat- his teacher at right. times. Mm-hmm. What's Natalie like as a teacher? Horrible. <laughs> 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 so mean. <laughs> I'm like, 
Nearly every sub teacher is better than the actual teacher. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's because maybe he's be. saying that because yes. I've subbed for him too. <laughs> so he <laughs> might be worried that he <laughs> They're all good. Yeah. yeah. They can be. They can have more fun and, and love. they get to have more fun than the. Yeah. Yeah. The sub's going to be a little bit. <laughs> yeah. They more can flexible. kind of rile you up yeah. and yeah. they don't have to deal with you the next day. Out <laughs> no. Did any of you had to get Owen in trouble? That's the question. <laughs> No, not no, yet. Not yet. yet. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Owen. <laughs> no, you know, I'm I am interested in that process though, because it's a little different for moms, right? You know, you have you have multiple kids, you have mm-hmm. so many responsibilities, and it's and it's like your hours are all filled throughout the day. What was that decision process like of of choosing a career and, and becoming a teacher? So I started going when my youngest went to into kindergarten, I had more time on my hands. So I started just working part-time at the school as an educational assistant, an EA. And I did that part-time for a couple of years. And then I just was feeling like, you know, that just didn't feel like quite enough. I wanted to do more. And, and so I decided to go back to school to be able to get my teaching license. So I went back to school took about five semesters and and got my my degree, my master's degree, and then was able to get my teaching license and and pick up my job. It works out for me. I well, I think for any mom, a teacher is a really great spot to be because your schedule is the same as your kids. Generally, when they are off of school, you're off of school. And I just think you can't find a better gig than that. But also, I really, truly just love teaching. I And I know I'm early on, so this might go way down the years, but <laughs> I really love my job. And um, I love working with those kids and I love them. And it's, it's it feels like a gift. And there's so much that I learn through my job, but I'm, I'm just very grateful. And I'm in such a good spot. I, the school I want to be, Heavenly Father, like just wrapped that up and made it happen. So perfectly for me so i'm very grateful yeah and god was involved in that process yes. like what was what was that like because it's a big decision like how does he how is he involved obviously when you decide to go to work full time as a mom that's a big decision um that, that was something that we considered a lot and you you pray a lot about it and i felt every single step of the way felt like the pathway was just cleared for me and i felt peace and comfort the whole way never once have i felt like this is not the path that I'm supposed to be on. So, um, and the fact that, I mean, if I could have, like I said before, Heavenly Father just gave me exactly what I would have wanted. It feels like this was meant to be all along. And, and I, I know he he's let me know that multiple times that I'm, I am in the, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do right now. It's pretty cool. That is neat. And getting that confirmation and I actually, in preparing for my last talk that I gave uh, this a Sunday ago, it was on consecration and, you know, kind of God's, um, you know, wanting our heart to, to be his, right? And, and wanting to win our heart. And something super interesting in my research is a talk given by Elder Todd E. Christopherson, I think around 2010. Oh, man, I hope I'm not misquoting somebody again. I already did that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was Todd Christopherson. But he said a mother who prays to go to school and become a teacher and consecrates her life to you know bless so many children with the skill and the mantle that she has is consecrating her life to God. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was 
super cool yeah. because that's I never thought about it quite that way. Mm. But it's super neat. That is very cool. We're given the opportunity so often in this career to be his hands for these for these kids, these lives that you touch every day. It is it is really, really incredible. I'm curious about you too, Natalie. So you're you've been subbing for a while. Just a yeah. couple. This is my second yeah. year. So what was that process like for you? Because that was a decision too. Yeah, um, I got my teaching degree back at BYU Idaho. Yep. My Sydney was born, you know, shortly after I graduated. So I never actually used my degree up until my youngest started kindergarten. I don't know. I I felt no apprehension about subbing it was something i was excited to do um and subbing is a little bit simpler than being a full-time teacher um just because i can stay home if i need to uh so my kids are younger and i felt like i wasn't quite ready to take the full-time teaching step just because i my kids still felt little so for me it's a perfect spot for me where i can still be home when i needed for my kids who were too young to to be home alone. Um, maybe there will be a day when I work full time, but um, for now, I'm just really loving the subbing gig. And I do love that I can just come in to a classroom <laughs> and like, it sounds funny, but I love to just like spread the love. I love to <laughs> just let every kid know that Mrs. Moon loves me. And I hope that they all can feel that because it really is like, my goal of the day <laughs> is that every kid, they do, they do gets feel that. to feel <laughs> that I don't know I just I hope that they feel that yeah. so and I'm surrounded by teachers here actually so Owen yes, we're kind of outnumbered right now <laughs> uh, sorry man uh but it teaching does seem like something that it has to call to your heart it can't be a money it, it can't be a money thing right I don't feel like I'd say that about my profession sometimes it is about money uh but you know it, it definitely teaching it, it has to be a hard thing and I wondered even for Tina Lindsay sitting here too like what is it that calls to you about teaching and maybe we could talk a little bit too if anybody has a funny teaching story because there's some crazy <laughs> stuff that happens like in the classroom <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Sure. I guess what both my parents were teachers, so I kind of was like, oh, I'll do that. But um, as was a high schooler, I went into my mom's classroom and helped her a lot. And I just fell in love with being there. Um, there's just something about being with kids that have a curiosity to see them like light up or understand something that you that you've helped them to understand. But also, like Natalie said, spreading the love. And I like to be I guess I said earlier that I'm like stuck in 15 year old. So when I go in, I just have so much fun. I kind of click into like, mm -hmm. we're just going to be silly and goofy and obviously, you know, behave. But I don't know. I guess I, I just love being around youth, like the, the yeah. youthfulness and the joy. And um, yeah, I, that's probably what I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Well, what about you, Tina? Um, my classroom experience is a little different because I teach seminary mm -hmm. and not school. <laughs> Just thinking about my journey and how I got here. I recently, Andrew's girlfriend came to talk to me about it um, because she wants she wants to have a career, but she wants a family. And so she was thinking about, like, what are the things that I can do that make that work really well together? And and as like Mandy was saying, like, this profession works really well with having a family. And that was one thing that I thought about a lot 
my patriarchal blessing says that I need to pick a career where I can be with my family and have a career. Um, for me, I haven't used my degree in a career sense, but I can see all the steps that led me to where I am. Yeah, we made sure to use it in yeah. every way possible. <laughs> besides, <laughs> besides ways you get paid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, so I see those steps and I see what Heavenly Father was doing in setting me up for where I am now. And I, I've probably said this before, but I really do feel like I'm in the place where I've always meant to be. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I felt like that with a calling or with even school teaching, I felt good about it. And I love what Lindsay was saying, like that moment when they have their eyes light up and you're like, that's so cool. And I love doing that, but it never felt exactly right for me in the classroom. And now it feels like this is what I was designed to do. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it's interesting how God works with you in that way. But that's what I love about teaching is, and you were saying it's a heart thing. It's a heart thing. Like, mm-hmm. It's, it's like the Grinch, you know, like your heart grows 10 sizes when you start working mm-hmm. with these kids and you think that you can't love them more until you work with them and then you just love them more. And I don't know. I've never really understood that thing where they were like, well, we just love you. And you're like, no, you don't know me. <laughs> no, but you get in the classroom and even if you don't know them, you just, you do, mm-hmm. you just love them. And that, um, it's a really cool experience and feeling. Yeah. That's cool. And I, I do think that's it. It's something I've noticed even my own profession is is God calling for my heart and really saying, like, I know that this is special to you. And I think that's pretty stinking neat. What what about you and Mandy and Natalie? What what do you I mean, we've already talked a little bit, but what do you love about teaching? What what calls do you? Well, I'll tell you a funny story and a and a story it's of why a, it calls yeah, to we, me. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll, it, I'll start with the with the funny one, um, Sweet. I, this was probably, I don't know, a couple months ago, I had a student, um, it was kind of in a transition period, they were coming in from their reading groups, and we were getting ready to go to lunch. I'm talking to one student to my right, and then a student to my left comes over and, and says, Mrs. Wadley, I have a frog. And I look over at her, <laughs> and, and, and I was like, oh, cute. I thought it was like this plastic frog. It was a real life, and, I, and it was the size of a softball. It was cute. It was a bullfrog. And she was holding it. Okay, this is at like 1130 in the morning, okay? And so she's holding it. She's like, I just got it out of my backpack. (laughs) What? That poor frog. And I'm like... And I don't touch stuff like that. That's I don't do that. And so I, I backed up and I was like, go put it outside. And she... So she goes out, and luckily Ken Woodward was out in the pod because he teaches oh, reading yeah. groups out there. And so I was like, Ken, 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 help. So Ken helps helps her take it outside, and they let it go in the field. She told me that it it was really cold that night, and it must have jumped in my backpack. <laughs> no, nope. oh did not. No, nope. definitely did sure that backpack. backpack. And that poor frog sat in her backpack till almost noon that day. That that totally makes me picture like a Norman Rock, Rockwell picture. Yes, yeah. yes. This is, and I can yeah. just picture yes. your face feel. like. get that that away from me (laughs) no but then the story got blown up to where i had another teacher like a week later say i heard you had a giant frog jumping around your room did how did you handle that (laughs) like no it wasn't quite that i Um, have a question for owen because this this actually relates a little bit so maybe owen for a second have you ever brought an animal to school oh owen (laughs) um no but someone in my class brought like a lizard i don't know too much about it they were just keeping it like under their um jacket oh my gosh <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah oh. okay the other question has your brother ever bought 
a dead or alive animal to school. Uh, like, yes, a dead fish. <laughs> what in the world? What was like, a dead fish? Oh, you know like, what? Was this oh. recently? Yes. Yes, yes. Sydney told me about it. <laughs> oh. But no, you have to, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 he did. Uh, so, Owen, oh, do you know the story about Levi or? Uh, no, not really. He brought a dead fish to school, and I think he had to throw it over the fence eventually. Was it on yeah. purpose? Yeah, he wanted to like... show his friends a dead fish. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. he, had he caught it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he fishing, <laughs> and Naya told me that he, he wanted to cook it for lunch. And I was <laughs> like, he brought it raw? Yeah. She's this like, yeah. It's getting worse. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. And I think, yeah. I think Sydney and Ashley found out something. Oh, I'm sure. I'm surprised I haven't heard about it. Yeah. All I remember is that Sydney was came home and she's like, Mom, Levi brought a dead fish to school. Yeah. <laughs> and then she did tell me that she watched him as he had to throw, throw it over, over the fence. fence. Yeah. I just remember him being, I, I think him and Luke were talking and he's like, Sydney and Ashley are narcs. And- <laughs> she's the one that ran him out. I was like, when you bring a dead fish to school, all bets are off. Oh like, we're in a live fish. I, say, I don't know if a live yeah. fish is better. Yeah, I was like, That's bring... one of the reasons why they. Yeah, and yeah. Anyway, so so don't do that, Owen. Don't do that. Uh, Mandy, you were you were yeah. saying what you love about teaching. Too. Um, the the other one that there, I mean, there's been so many stories, but I have a little journal on my bookshelf behind my desk that I write down those moments that I never want to forget and. One of those was a month or so ago. There's a student in my class that has a lot of hard things happening at home. And um, he he will, we we have a connection and I love him so much. And one day he came to me and was pretty upset and was having a really hard time. And he, um, <clears throat> he just gave me a hug and I sat there and, and told him that he was always safe with me and that I, that he, that I loved him and that he, he was going to be incredible. And I was telling him <clears throat> how special he was. And the whole time feeling like these are the things that Heavenly Father would want him to hear. And as he walked away, he's he was wiping his eyes because he was crying and I was crying. <laughs> he's wiping his eyes and he said, you'll be my best friend forever. Mm-hmm. And I thought, <clears throat> that's why I'm here. This is this is why I love my job so much. It's pretty, pretty cool. The opportunities that I have to let Heavenly Father show his children how much he loves them because I'm given this open floor to tell them these really important things and how special they are. Obviously, you have to do it in kind of a careful way, but it's it's really, really neat. And I'm very grateful to be where I am. I, I can totally relate to that in, in the smallest way, just even as a I bishop bet. or yeah. youth I leadership bet. is is like, I I don't have all the skills to teach them that they need for life, but I at least want them to feel like somebody told them that they're special. Yeah. Yep, no. You know? Yep. What about you, oh, Natalie? Um, I I don't have super awesome stories like that, but I guess my 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 thing that I love the most is I just get to do what she what Mandy kind of already mentioned is you just get to whisper little words of encouragement to these kids that Maybe they hear it at home. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But I love that they get to hear it from me, that I get to be someone that tells them, you are an amazing person and you are so smart. And I I love what a good friend you are. And I just I love to be that that encouragement in their head. And I hope that 
you know, they'll probably never remember that I was their substitute teacher when they're an adult. But hopefully they'll get a boost of self-confidence in that little moment of their day. Mm-hmm. Well, they're uh, going to gonna remember how they feel. Yeah. Like yeah. in that moment, it's like your heart speaks to their heart and, yeah. and vice versa. And they'll remember that even if they don't remember us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I would say... It, Personally speaking, I've heard your husband uh, say this, Natalie, before, is the the kid test is pretty good. And and when your kids are obsessed with a parent that's in your friend group, then it's usually a good sign. And uh, okay. we have Owen down here who is, I know we love Owen. <laughs> who is very happy that, uh, that, well, I'm, I'm kind of sad that Lexi's sick, but he wasn't too sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Because he got her seat. Well, and when she just said, they may not remember me, his eyes were like, don't tell me. (laughs) I'm going to remember. So love Owen. Yeah. Owen Owen definitely enjoys both of you a lot. And I would say something pretty cool is that even when we're like in our friend group together, like you take time to play chess with them, (laughs) which means a lot. And Owen, who's the better chess player? Me, oh, definitely Owen. <laughs> definitely Owen. Easy question. We've played Easy a question. few games together now, and he's—I mean, yeah, no, he—he's actually—he'll be sitting there and he'll be like, "No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you actually should move over here because I'm going to do this if you come this way, and if you come over here, then I'll wait a few more moves to do this." And you're too. like, "Oh, just uh, let me go there and help me out of my misery. Wait a little longer." <laughs> yeah, no, Owen's definitely the better chess player. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, I, I've talked enough here. I wanted to give our other guest host some time. So maybe let's go to Tina and then and then we'll go to Lindsay with just some of the things that we talked about pre-show that we wanted to get into. Yeah. Well, I want to hit my favorite question, which is always the, the section on the redo. Mm. I don't know why, but I just always <laughs> I love the redo. I love hearing what people have learned um, in their lives and um, how that might have affected things in the past, you know, what they know now and um, so maybe Natalie, why don't you tell us about your your redo? My redo. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so what I said was that if I could have a redo, I would redo my high school and college years in the aspect of I wouldn't actually want to redo those years. <laughs> <laughs> um but in the sense of I would work harder on developing my female friendships and stop worrying or putting so much time into like the boys in my life (laughs) and maybe be a little bit more gentle with uh, their hearts. I don't really know how to put that into words, but um, sometimes, (laughs) sometimes I was that and and kind of a ruthless one, I think. I think I was a little bit ruthless. I'm not, I never was intentional in hurting feelings. I really wasn't. I just, I was not aware. And I, I just wish that I had had that awareness that that came to me sooner and that I took the time to realize what a great group of girls surrounded me at that point in my life. And I wish I would have tapped into that more Um, because as an adult, I realize how special and um, fulfilling it is to have female friendships in my life and what that does for me. Um, and just how sweet it makes it just to have those types of friendships. And I don't know. I just think I, I, I to sum it up, I would be more gentle with hearts of boys because they have hearts, too. Mm. And, uh, yeah, work harder at being a better friend. 
I love that. I can see. I don't know. I I bet Lindsay would say the same thing, but we can see the the growth that you had from that because when when I need to talk to somebody, I'm like, I gotta call she's Natalie. <laughs> like, we're going for a walk. Like, when yeah. is the next day she's not teaching? Because <laughs> I need to talk to somebody. And I love our walk. Yeah, you're so good at. I always feel very safe when I'm with you. Yeah. And I probably talk way too much, but like I'm like I need an outlet, <laughs> Natalie. It's a good like I always feel the love like yeah. from you. And it's team that support there, so I think that's cool. Yeah. Thank you. How about you, Mandy? <laughs> What's your redo? She put nothing on her yeah. page, by the way, which I don't believe at all. But so. here's, here's her redo the thing. is redoing the question. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> no. I'm gonna redo. I'm gonna redo that. I. I was thinking like big life events, and and my initial thought was I wouldn't redo anything, even though there's a lot of things I would wish I didn't. I wouldn't have wanted to go through. I would still do it, obviously, because you learn so much and it molds you into the person that you are. So my mind was more like in that yeah. frame of mind of like, no, I wouldn't change any. I wouldn't change any of the hard stuff. But yes, there are definitely things that I would think I wish I would have acted differently in this situation. Or a big one to me is, and I'm still working on it. I, you know, I've often lived. I've always since I was married, I've lived far away from family until Natalie moved here, and um. I I'm not very good about keeping in touch with people. I have I have sisters that are really good about about reaching out and keeping in contact with old friends and family. And I am really I think that's something I could do a lot better about. And I would I would like to go back to like those 10 years when my kids were really young before we had where we could like text pictures to each other and things, you know, when our cell phones were just like a flip phone. Now I feel like I am good about keeping in better touch with my phone, but before that, when my kids were little, I wish I would have reached out and involved my, my I'm thinking of my mom and my dad, like involved them more in my in my everyday life at that point. Because I feel like there's kind of a, a gap there from when even when like when Natalie's kids were really young or when she first got married that I was removed from that. And I and I feel like there's like a little hole that I would like to fill. Mm. It sounds like relationships is a theme hearing you know, and I, I was super interested, Natalie, when you were talking and, and we were discussing what you learned from the experience in high school and college. How do you develop those female relationships or, or Mandy, those family uh, relationships now at, at, at this point in life? It's funny that you asked this because my we um, as a family, we just sat and had a whole we talked about this, about being candle don't not being a candle blower outer <laughs> you know mm -hmm. we're, we all so it's a lesson that I learned from Brene Brown we all have a candle and our candle our flame is our our souls our spirits and um you want to be the type of friend that protects other people's flame from getting blown out you don't want to be someone that blows out that person's flame meaning cheer them on you know when they're doing something when their light is shining super bright everybody has talents and skills and and that's when their light shines bright is when they're doing something that is theirs and that they they excel in cheer them on for it and um celebrate them when their light is shining bright don't be jealous and don't be hateful towards them or upset at them when they shine bright and then also allow those types of friendships in your own life of people in your life who are protecting your flame and who are helping, who are celebrating you when you are shining bright. And I feel like that would be my piece of advice is um, celebrate your friends 
and be happy for them when they are happy and be sad with them when they're sad and try to see them for who they are. And I like the image of that because just because someone else's flame and light is if they're shining bright in that moment, it doesn't mean that it's making your light less yeah. just because someone else is having a really great moment mm. it doesn't take away from yours and and sometimes it, i think we we, we do feel like it does that way yes that like it's robbing you of your life exactly so i think that's a really good image mm-hmm. i like that well that's great yeah uh so for example if one kid is getting an ipad and another kid is jealous of that does that that's not okay <laughs> Can we like, uh, can we clip that or do we want to clip that on? Okay. Maybe the older brother's a little jealous of something right now. I don't know. Could be. That, that's cool though. I, I love that imagery because I think about that even playing golf and things like that. Like I used to approach it if I have to beat everybody right. at golf or at life. And, and I just realized that you get so much more out of celebrating with somebody else and it costs you nothing. Yeah. yeah. It it only gives. Yeah. So Actually, cool. it feels better that way. It, absolutely. Yeah. What, what have you learned, Mandy, about developing family relationships and just from a, this was your redo, man. Like, what did what yeah. did you learn? Sure, <laughs> I I feel like we have been very blessed to have a a family that has a close connection. There's my sisters are my best friends, and and my brother, who my brother passed away when he was when he was a baby, and but my parents were incredible to build the to build that knowledge and um remind us always that he's still he's still around he's still with us and those relationships are I always have that image of you know like the pioneers crossing the plains and they're pushing the hand carts and I always have the image of <laughs> I've got all sorts of people pushing my cart with me mm-hmm. and um and I am so grateful for that I I build those relationships I think it's put it's time you have to be intentional about it um and involving involving them in the everyday kind of stuff which was what I didn't do you know back back when and trying to do better now um because having someone pushing pushing your cart with you makes all of the difference in the world we hope you join us for part two of this podcast thank you for joining us for the first part I hope you really enjoyed it 